gathered together from the cosmic reaches of the universe. Here in this great hall of justice are the most powerful forces of good ever assembled. I am Supergirl. I am the Flash. My name is Oliver Queen. I had to become the Green Arrow. Dedicated to truth, justice, and peace for all mankind. Hey everybody, welcome to the DC TV Podcast, episode 123. Hey hey. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Easiest, easiest one, 2, 3. And what are we doing here? What are we doing? <laughs> well, it's episode, it's episode one, two, three. If it was one eight seven, what would you say? On oh, no, yeah. the cop. Okay, but it's not. It's one two three. So you know, come back. Uh, and, come okay. back in fifty four episodes, and you can do that joke. Okay. It's part of your Twitter handle, Daryl. On, on the cup of cop. See how fast I made? Uh, I did that math. Anyway, we're back. We're here to do some <laughs> season finales. Season yeah. finales, our seasons are wrapping up for the DC shows, and uh, yeah. we'll, we'll be going into uh, Preacher mode soon, so we'll be doing probably a show every two weeks, every three weeks to cover Preacher, so that'll be the only thing on, and just, uh, I think next week is the Supergirl uh, finale, and then we'll also do iZombie and Krypton catch-up episodes, uh, which we'll pick up over the summer. So a retrospective on Lucifer, are we going to do not do that now that it's canceled? Well, Jerry's here, Jerry's spearheading that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. should totally do that. I'm going to do a musical. I got to catch up, though. I got to I gotta have time to catch up. But we're going to do, well, I thought we were going to do Lucifer, Krypton, and iZombie together, right? I think, we'll, I think we'll probably do just one-off episodes on each of those. We'll have plenty of time. Okay. We've got all summer long. Okay. So. okay. All we're going to be watching is uh, uh, Preacher and Babylon 5, so we'll have time. Yeah, and for those of you on the, that listen to this podcast but don't listen to the Walking Dead podcast, well, first of all, listen to the Walking Dead podcast, but the announcement is we're going to be starting a Babylon 5 podcast. Since it's now streaming on Amazon. The okay. Free, the freebies on Amazon 5. So and and the twist to the show is I have never seen one second of Babylon 5, so I will be the virgin eyes on the podcast. Ew. <laughs> really had to put it that way, huh? <laughs> first, I want to introduce my co-hosts and cohorts tonight. First of all, she's Tabitha from Gotham's twin sister who decided to study yoga instead of being an international assassin, or is she both? Jerry Atkinson. I think she's both. Thank you. Did you just blow my cover on national podcasts, yeah. network stuff? Inter- international podcasts. I just put the question out there. I didn't. I didn't. Really that has to be. Oh, now this has to be scrubbed. Man, all right. We'll have to all be scrubbed as well. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't. Dirty. Allegedly. 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 <laughs> Good thing I packed my go bag. Go go go. <laughs> Bug out now. Bug out. He's already been. Uh, he's already been. Uh, Named as the big bad for uh, Flash season five, we're going from the thinker to the smoker. It's uh, Chub Toad Chub. That's right, and I will be the new speed demon bad guy for Flash. It's just that uh, my metabolism has gotten way out of control. Wow! And he's been named as the big bad for Arrow because we couldn't do any worse than we did this year on this season. <laughs> Daryl right. Taylor. 
My my plan is to end the show or it gets better. Daryl could walk in scene and fart on a snare drum that's and that would plan. be better that would be better writing than that's what we've my, had to that's see. That's my plan. Because I go into the writers' room. I go into the writers' room and I knock the scripts out of people's hands. No, no, no. I think I think the scene. Here's the scene. Okay, we open up. Uh, you know, we fade in. It's Daryl in his murder shed, sharpening yeah. up his knife, and we see yeah. the writers all all uh, strung up <laughs> and yeah. gagged, watching and I, him sharpen I, his knife. And he goes, "Eeny, meeny, miny, mo." And I, my first thought is, who, "Who wrote Mr. Terrific? Whose idea was that?" <laughs> Whose idea was Diaz? This is the big, yeah. the big villain who, for this. Uh, Whose idea was Diaz? Whose yeah, idea to do this? Who did Kate this Jane. Vigilante. Whose who idea right. to do the vigilante this way? Right. Stop it. Get Stop some help. It. Now, initially, I wasn't against Mr. Terrific. We made fun of him, but it wasn't till this season that he has gone right. completely off the rails. Right. He's Mr. Uh, Mr. Useless. I don't think they know how to write too many alpha males in one show so they it, so they change characters to so they don't have to have that conflict they already have three alpha males with uh, arrow diggle and uh, and hoss so. yeah and they, and they and they don't know how to i don't think they know how to write i think with tv though i think that's an issue like they don't know how to write multiple male characters or women that are strong so well, they have I, to like they have yeah. to flip them they either make them they don't talk much. Either they do the Michonne thing where they're quiet but angry, or they do the or they do the thing where they have to break them, or they do the yeah. thing where they write them completely, you know, like very meek and 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 kind of they have to make them kind of like nerd like to the point where they're timid, almost like well, you know, and it, or joke, or they just. Complete, yeah. they go complete the comedic route with them because they can't handle it. I don't think they know how to do it. Well, let's get Arrow, I'll tell you what, let's get Arrow off the board then. Since, uh, okay. It's okay. definitely definitely probably the weakest of the four shows we'll watch this week. Sure. Although Supergirl was no great shakes this week either, but as far as, <laughs> as, far as the finales go, I think of the three shows, it probably had the weakest one. Well, that's uh, just earlier, bad, dude. Yeah. Earlier when I was watching Supergirl, just to uh, put another point on what Daryl was saying was I'm starting to think Berlanti's writing rooms, writers rooms can't figure out how to write a black man because you have hmm. James and his shit that is just lame as hell you got right. Diggle with his shit that is just lame as hell you got um, Terrific with his shit that is just lame as hell but, but, but James played basketball this yeah. week oh right. yeah okay Okay, can we just wait? Who, you're 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 making a distinguishment. Like, who can they write exactly? Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> she, don't, she's don't got out she's got you there, dude. It's not like there's plenty of bad writing to go all the way around. <laughs> well, that's true, but I, it, it seems like it seems like at least recently they've written female roles a little bit better than they used to. Um. I don't know. I just, it's just, there was one of the scenes in this Supergirl that I was just like, oh my god, he's lamer than Diggle. Uh, Have you seen his costume? Oh. Yeah. I mean, it's even worse than Magnegro, man. And the voice, man. That, that makes no. it worse. My favorite is when he, you know, he's like, I'm really Gordon. And, and Lena's like, yeah, uh, so. Uh, but anyway. 
Or, or better yet, yeah, I already knew that, dumbass. Yeah, exactly. I thought you were going to tell me you were a real superhero. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, who the hell is the Guardian? I don't, I don't know who that is. I mean, is. Guardian self-storage, you have a night job, what's going on? Yeah, oh, uh, that's nice. Okay, well, let's talk... Target Home Security? Let's talk about Era first of all. Life Sentence okay. was the name of the season finale. <laughs> it was a Life Sentence to watch, it seemed like one. Uh, it starts yeah. out with Timur and the FBI trying to catch uh, Diaz in multiple locations. And I will say that the opening action sequence was like, instead of up close, like they've been doing, they did like a lot of nice long takes, and it was definitely a little better than usual. Very old school. I think it. I think they when it, it was kind of old school, like it yeah. used to be a little bit when they did that. I would, actually made me think of um, look back and go, damn, this show used to be really fun to watch. Remember when, when the show was, was really good? Yeah, it was about, you know, taking out the bad guy, and it's just, it's not rocket science. It was just fun to watch. But of course, because all of a sudden he's some sort of criminal mastermind, he's several steps ahead of everyone. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, that, that happened. And um, he does uh, name drop the longbow hunters. Mm-hmm. But, yes, they don't, but they don't show up here. So I guess that's They it. never freak. It's like comic book good reference. But of yeah. course they would never do that. That would have been a better uh, storyline throughout the uh, the season. I'm like, wow, that could have been. It would have been a cool. cool story. Maybe it'll be cool next season. I mean, we're getting a whole, yeah. look. We're getting a new showrunner and a new writing room. So hopefully, I mean, yeah. it's just what we asked for, pretty much. We need a clean yes. sweep. But yeah. if they don't fix it, Daryl, we're sending you in with your button of fart drum. I, and I'm just gonna tell them to stop it. Our new, our, our new writer's room is back here in Daryl's backyard. Just follow me into, this, into the shed here. It's our new writer's room. No, really. Gotta, Ignore that sign that says murder shed. Yeah, that's well, look just, up. That's, yeah. that's, that's not blood. Those are Bloody Marys. We spilled uh, Yeah. You know, I'm not even angry like that. I just want to sit down with them and go, why? Why, why did you do, Why did When they make a decision to do the silly things that they do, I just want to ask them, oh, right. what were you thinking? My favorite part about this episode was Oliver apologizing to everyone. Okay. Like, like, this whole episode was him apologizing. Like, first he apologizes to Diggle, right? Mm-hmm. And Diggle's been so hot to be Green Arrow this season for some reason yeah. that we don't understand, and they never explain. Yeah, Can I get that hood, man? So he gives, him, hood? he gives him a new Green Arrow costume, mm-hmm. but now Diggle's like, no. There should only be one. There should only be one, because that would diminish your symbolic powers. And it ain't like. the freaking Highlander, Diggle. Just take the suit and shut up. Seriously. It's just uh, that, yeah. is it me or is it that has been his thing this season? He's like, I want to be, you know, I want to be the Green Arrow. And, and, and it came out of man. nowhere, right? Yeah. Nowhere. It was and, ridiculous. And now it it's like, sense. nope. It never made sense to me why he wanted this. And they don't even bro hug. They handshake. Yeah, it, it never made. It, they been. don't even handshake right. Like uh, they should handshake with the bulging muscles, like they used to do back in the day. Brothers yeah. don't shake hands. Brothers, Brothers got a hug. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But um, I mean, there, there's a part where Diaz uh, uses it. He doesn't trust Anatoly. Mm-hmm. and he lies to him, and then he uses that false information, and then Arrow and the FBI arrive. And they're trapped in a building that's about to blow up. 
And Rene, instead of trying to find his way out or whatever, decides to give Zoe a last phone call. I don't understand that. I don't get it. Well, First then, of all, it's just so dumb to, like, you're getting intel from somebody inside of a gang who's who helped break down the city, right? You would think that the FBI, I know Arrow, he would want to trust them. Oliver would want to trust them. But the FBI, there's no way that they would send in all the task force. And why is it Why is it that the FBI was hunting him down, Oliver down, and now they're, like, working with him? Yeah, yeah. But then they're, like, going to, Oh, never mind. By the end of that, but no one. I think it was part of his condition of surrender, is what I think uh, it was. Oh, okay, I missed that. I'm sorry. But I want to point out, and I'm like, it's because it's, this is common sense stuff that we have to point out that wasn't really explained. Why is it that they did not know that this place that that it had gotten taken over by criminals? I mean, there's no government entity that would not be monitoring these cities. To not know that this stuff was going on, it doesn't not, work that way. Seriously. Not to mention that the FBI would have had drones over that place, all kinds of things you gathering intel. You, you just yeah. called them to complain about the vigilating problem. There's no way that the FBI would not be watching this city. Right uh, after the investigation had started, they don't stop. They keep the investigation <clears throat> going for at least a year until Excuse things me? die down. Or 22 Excuse episodes. Me. Excuse me. It makes arrow sense. No. No, 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 no. No, that works for, no, you know what, I'm sorry, Jerry, that worked for Legends. Yes, that does not work for That doesn't work here, I'm sorry. Arrow has gone the way of Legends. No, no, Legends, look, Legends got watchable and fun. Arrow is just kind of... No, I said it's Legends Season 1, it's gone the way of Legends Season 1. Oh, okay, okay. No, I... I have, I, I have to say that season one of Legends was better than season six or whatever the hell this is of Arrow. This is I, I think what annoys me more is the spinning wheels thing. You know, what I mean, it just seems yeah. like yeah. you know the story. No resolution. Yeah, there's no resolution. The story doesn't go anywhere, and when it does no. do stuff, it's. I mean, even the way this ends is something we've seen before. Even the big cliffhanger mm-hmm. at the end of the season. Yeah, you know, it's something because we've seen before. The, when Roy left, before Roy had uh, faked the death, when they were going to do it with um, Ollie quitting, yep. he did the apology tour. Remember that? He did yep. the whole, I'm sorry. I'm and sorry, he also sorry. went to jail. And he went to jail. He's gone yep. to jail before, you know. Which but, they even mention again. Yeah, he, he apologizes to Renee and tells Renee he's a good mm-hmm. man. He apologizes to Dinah and says he's, you know, he's sorry he wasn't sensitive enough for her after Vince died and stuff. That made me mad too because Dinah as a like she could have been written so well. They don't know how to write her either. She's a good she actress too. She's a good actress. She they wrote her character. She was wrong. I don't I, that part of apologizing to her for yeah, picking to save those people. That diminished her character, not his, and it didn't make sense. For me. Like she should be able to go, I was wrong for it. Like if you're going to do the two sides, that was wrong. She should be able to come back and go, I was wrong for not, you know, I, that the right call was to go save those people as opposed to the dude I, I loved. I well, made a bad call. As right? far as mirroring the stuff that we've seen before and all of that, I mean, we can't blame the writers, Daryl. You can't. 
I mean, this was this. No, this. Listen, this wasn't the ending of the season that they wanted. All right, this is just where the story went organically. Oh, it's not that again. Oh, oh no, I don't want to hear that phrase ever okay. again. We're going to put that in the bottom okay, of the bowl. So, so it's organic. I mean, is it rearranged? Did they just let the characters just walk around freely and do Pretty much. Crap? Actually, that probably would have been more interesting, just watching the actors in a field grazing on grass. We need would have had more depth to it. No, we don't need it to be organic. It ain't their fault. It ain't their fault. We need to, we need to be artists like and crafted. I would, I would, I yeah. would go. I I'm going to need going. some I need some sustainably sourced writers, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I need them to We need some artists and crafted and scripts. I don't care mm-hmm. if they have a job I, next week or next yeah, week. I need your resume. <laughs> I need your resume. We no. Need, we need some we need some artists and crafted scripts. Yeah. <laughs> You can't request those because then the next thing you know, they'll steal the writers from Black Lightning and it'll turn lame. Oh, oh no. no. Nobody wants that. Non GMO, maybe? I don't know. We want good writers, but we don't want to take from the shows nah. that are working. See, if they do Black Lightning whack like that, they got to go to their barbecues during the summer and people going to be like, yo, that was whack, yo. You know, that, your family going to give it to you. Like, I watched that Black Lightning. That was whack. Why you do that? You should have did that. That was wrong. That like you can't go back and do that. You can't mess that up. They yeah. got they, mm. they try to track Diaz again with Quentin as part of the team, and it kills. The, Quentin gets killed. He gets shot by Diaz. And, and that, I didn't even care because Quentin. They wrote. They turned Quentin into an idiot. Yeah. yeah I I kind of was sad, but I agree with you, Daryl. But it, I, when it happened, I mean, I was thinking about the Quentin that we got like season one, two, and three when. You know, you know what got me? When Clinton said, that's not even my Laurel, when he got mad and he said, that's not even my Laurel for my world, I was like, oh, now oh, yeah. we can get a yeah. clip. Yeah. Like, we've been all saying that since day one, yep. and now you finally, like, well, she's killed. Laurel's the, Laurel's the one who fucks everyone. Oh, sorry. Laurel's the one who messes everything up um, at the end of this battle, the final battle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Oliver and Diaz are fighting, and yeah. Oliver finally manages to put Diaz down. Who knows why Diaz is such a great fighter now, or whatever. I don't know. But then Laurel shows up and blasts him and sends him flying into the water, and then Diaz gets, a, gets away, and now Oliver agreed to go into prison for basically yeah. nothing. Nothing. For nothing. Um, they it didn't go, make any sense. No. And then, though, if they bring back Diaz next season, I'm going to be pissed. Man, listen. You know they're going to, at least at the beginning, because they haven't tied up his story. Who cares? If they, if they I, go, I know, I'm with you, Jim. We don't care, but, mm-hmm. you know. I know. Well, uh-huh. I don't know. With the new writer's room, maybe they'll just start the season with, like, a last season on Arrow, and then that'll end with Diaz, like, falling off a building or but something. But how is this story not tied up? There's nothing left to do. What do they have to do with well, where's, cause, where's Diaz? He fell in the water, but I mean, if they never, if they just write it, that he never comes back. Like, they, they yeah, they show him, they show him in the montage at the very end. I'm, I'm, I've, I've oh, seen enough. I've watched enough Gotham to know that people that fall into the water aren't dead. Ever. No, I'm just saying he could go off. He could like disappear and just never come. Back. I mean, they could. Yeah. Just, Never have him just never come back. Like well, when they show him in that montage at the end, that makes me think they yeah. never bring him back. That's the sad part about it. I don't. I don't know why they would. 
Because yeah. there's not something left for him to do except, like, you know what? I just figured out what they would do. They would do something where he would do some kind of crime that was so bad that they would need, because they would only need Oliver to do to fix it, and he would agree to do it. And the deal would be if he did it, that he would get a pardon. And of course, that would be the deal. I could see it. I already see it in my mind because that's the shortcut shit that they do on this show. That's yeah. the, and they, and actually they you're probably nailing it right on the head. And then you they know? pat themselves on the back and go, uh, you know, we, it was great. You know, like we we figured out how to do it. We're, we're great. We, we're great. Well, we got it. Hey, and pardons are being handed out like candy now. So you know, let's just get with the times. Well, you can't do... That's the other thing. I know it's taking a long time. I'm sorry, audience, but this is the finale, so we got to get into no, it. No, that's why I wanted you, everybody here, man. You can't... It doesn't work that way. If you do a law, if you do something where they cannot be vigilantes, and they do it anyway, and, they, and they're, there's evidence that they're vigilantes and they committed this crime, even with him taking the deal... They just wouldn't do a deal like that. They would just go into the city and shut them down. They wouldn't. They wouldn't take a deal of just Oliver going to jail and then let the rest of them just walk around. They all get arrested. Yeah, they all go to jail. Diplomatic immunity. And then the most that would probably happen is most of them would get parole, right? But but she couldn't be a cop anymore. He might get a government pass, maybe. Well, I. I have a feeling that this is eventually going to lead us to him being the public Green Arrow, like in the comics. You know that. But how, when you put the law in effect, it was voted in that there's an anti-vigilante law. You can't do that. You voted it in. You wrote them. They wrote themselves into that. But if 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 they license him in some way, then he's not a vigilante. Oh, just saying. Him? I yeah, yeah. In some form or fashion like that, then he technically isn't a vigilante. And honestly, and this is a long way around, but if I were Oliver Queen's lawyer, this would be my argument. As mayor and and head of the city and the city's council, it is his the job to make sure that the city is kept safe. So technically, his activities as the Green Arrow. I would argue, were for the sake of the city done by a public servant putting his life in danger for the citizens of his town. Sounds like, that sounds like a Michael Cohen defense, but go ahead. It does. <laughs> it does. And how is his family going to be safe if they all know that he's the arrow? Like, how know. is that going to even continue? Yeah, how, well, how can that story proceed organically? Right. <laughs> Well, Guggenheim's out now, so the organic part hopefully is well, done. First of all, that doesn't even make sense that nobody, everybody in town should know he's the arrow. Like, right. like all the things they've done, it doesn't make any sense that they don't right. know he's the arrow. They, or, or at best, he's one of the arrows. Like right. there's been so many, right? Like the, the, the how many times? Get, how many times is he unmasked now? He unmasked himself as the regular arrow, right? And then yeah. the green arrow came around. He's like, "Oh no, I'm not the green arrow. I was the regular arrow." <laughs> and, I'm the regular arrow. And yeah. now he's saying he's the green arrow. I mean, I don't know. Oh wait, wait. First he said he wasn't the the arrow. Right. Remember? Yeah. First it was the arrow. Right. And then Roy had to take the 
took the the. Uh, well, wasn't he the Hood, then the Arrow, then the Green Arrow? Yeah. Am I remembering that wrong? Because I was thinking the no, first he season the he went by the Hood. hood okay. He was the Hood first, but yeah. then they then they kind of went just Arrow, and then Roy kind of took the blame and said that he was the Arrow, and then he faked his death, right? They faked the death. Right. And then when the other guy comes in, he says he's the green arrow. Right. And then they unmask the green arrow. And it happens to be Oliver again. And, and next season, they're going to gonna have again. the blue-green arrow. The, uh, the, the, the teal arrow. <laughs> oh, you know what? You were so... My bad. When he was arrested, he was the hood. Remember when, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, arrested him. Uh, oh, the yeah. one that got killed. Uh, Quentin. Uh, which Quentin arrested him. He was the hood. Yep. So you're right. He was he was he was unmasked four times. He was he was linked to this character four different times. Daryl, those reveals were organically written. How does anybody not know? I just go to his house. Whatever they're smoking <laughs> is organically grown. I would love a, a thing where they go, where somebody's like, "Damn it, we need we need a vigilante to help." Like something bad is happening in this area of town, and they just go to Oliver's house and knock on the door. Because it's like it's bullshit, man. We know it's you. I know. Like you're not fooling anybody. We know. We we already right. know. It's like the line in Mystery Man. Uh, Mystery Man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lance Larkin is is uh, Captain Amazing. Look. Captain Amazing doesn't wear glasses. Lance Larkin does. It can't be the same guy. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah, me it's too. It's one of my all-time favorites. Me too. You have a Harkhamer battle wagon? Anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah, we end up with uh, uh, at the hospital as Quentin dies. Sarah does a little cameo and uh, has a weird moment with uh, fake Laurel. And uh, then they take Oliver off to, to the big house uh, with Felicity crying, No, you got to break the deal. Nope. Out. And uh, they say, I'm going into jail. And that is the... And uh, he comes out and says, you know, on the steps of the city hall, you know, I am the Green Arrow, blah, blah, blah. And they have this uh, montage going on while he's saying it. It's a press conference. And no one cares because they all knew. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we knew that two seasons ago. Exactly. <laughs> it's like and so it happened. Uh, yeah, and it's over. It's over. I just wish for the best. The only one he didn't. Uh, it's all. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say he didn't. Uh, he didn't uh, apologize to Curtis for anything. Though. No, because Kurt, man, Curtis should apologize for being in the way so many times. <laughs> I don't know how many times you can get beat up in one season. I don't know. What's the record? What is the record for that? Like, how many times you could just totally... I'm like, why are you going into the field? Like, when he told that cop, like, it's too dangerous for you, I was sitting there going, it's too dangerous for you, too. Why are you going? How many times have we said he should have stayed back with Felicity at the, the bunker? Yeah. He would have yeah. been... Like I said, that's what I think, really think that, like, I, I know that it totally I'm in agreement that there should be representation for gay characters and that gay characters should be able to be heroes and all of that but why does he have to be the the comic relief hero I just didn't I don't understand that why pick that character because Miss Terrific is such a um, 
he's almost Batman like, right? In the comics, that's yeah. what he was created to be. He's super he smart. Was, he, he's super, he's super, super smart, smart super, super skilled in fighting. Super capable. Like, yeah. yeah, he's super capable, but didn't want to wear a mask, basically, right? He, he, that was that was the fundamental uh, thing with the with the Mister Terrific. Like he wanted to to be that kind of hero. He was a person that just inspired to be the best that he could be um, to help people. And he, but, but he was confident in it. Like, I don't know why they had to write it where, well, if we make him gay, he has to be, uh, like, just kind of like a funny geek. They wrote him just like they wrote, um, uh, the computer guy for, uh, Supergirl. When? When? And they wrote him just like, uh, but I think, but, I think Wynn is a better character, to be honest. I, I think no, Wynn has grown, too, as a character. Oh, totally. But that's my thing. But Since that's the whole backstory and stuff. It, Wynn works because they didn't feel like they had to make him into anything. They let Wynn be that character. Like, they didn't they didn't try to fit him in a box with Wynn. Like, they were able to develop him, and, and, and I think they did a good job with that. But they write, they write Mr. Terrific almost like they try to write, almost in the same category as when It's just that now he's a superhero, and I don't know why he couldn't just be, uh, you know, a tech guy who can still be gay, a, a gay tech guy who's a part of the team, can build the weapons that they need because it would make sense why they have the weapons they have, right? It doesn't make sense right now that you don't get a sense of where they're getting the stuff from. You know, like how is this stuff happening? It would be totally fun if he's building stuff all the time, like with Cisco. Like it'd be fun to watch him yeah. hang out and and talk with Cisco and 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 talk about how we can build these other things and and all that. Like they, we're building our own Justice League, right? What if, what if they were, you know, talking all the time about things we can build for each other's teams? Yeah, to kind of help each other out, like that would make it a more of a gel, you know. It's, it's, well, there it's, was a little while there pre Curtis where Felicity and Cisco kind of communicated and collaborated, was, and they got on things, but yeah, they got away well, from it. They got away yeah. from all of it, and I don't know why. Or, organically, that's where it took them. I don't know why they did it. Like, and then they have to write Diggle. They don't know how to have Diggle and and Oliver together. They have to make up all these silly reasons why they have to fight. That's the other thing with the season two. It made no sense why they were fighting. Oh, give them so a reason. Give them a good reason to fight. Like you can't have you can't, can't be out in the street because you have a kid. Wait a minute, Diggles had a child for how long? Right. It doesn't make sense. You can't have your partner out. The, I, mean, I can't. Uh, I have to watch your back, Felicity. So I can't you have you in the, out the field yet. There's Diggle with Lida. Yeah. Live all the time. Makes no sense whatsoever. Plus, you put her in this situation from season one. She's yeah. been running around being, you know, helping out with with this team. Like she's been doing, she's already done it. Like how are you reverting back to and pretending it's, again? Done spinning it? wheels, man. It just seems like they go over spinning the same wheels. the same plot points over and over again instead of trying something different. So. I don't think they know what to do. Well, so, hey, yeah. look, look. We, we got a rebirth of Fear the Walking Dead, and it turned out great. Hopefully, we'll get something like that with this whole change in Arrow. What's your, because, uh, what's your verdict on this uh, finale? Uh, incomplete. Yeah. I, 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 that's how I felt when I watched it, incomplete. 
I totally felt that way about it. Jerry? I don't know. Oh, okay. Jerry, you gotta leave. Is she there? Jerry! Jerry! Okay, hard pass. Oh. oh. Hard pass. Hard pass. Should have bypassed, what? <laughs> hard pass. Oh. An eight now, and a Now, my grade for the whole season, season six, is a big, fat, giant F. I agree with you. It gets an F for me. I'll give it a D just because some of the King James stuff was okay, but not great, but I'm definitely not happy with it. And it, it had a lot of potential at the beginning of the season of, like, you know, hey, this Team Arrow thing could, like, be kind of cool, and, mm-hmm. and they just kind of squandered it all, so I'll give it a D. Cause, well, because season five was so refreshing after that shit show that was season four. I just didn't think they could possibly go worse, and I mean, they make season they make season four look like you know it's season just season six has said hold my beer exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah I got this hold my beer hold my beer oh. get worse hold my beer let's talk about a better a better finale okay let's talk about Gotham oh, yeah right. yeah that was a kick ass finale and uh, yes it was oh man so so many things happened I'm gonna have to go blow by blow um. Bruce uh, shows up with Selena. Um, Selena at, uh, ho- is still in the hospital, and um, you know, they're evacuating the city because of all the bombs or whatever. And Selena makes Bruce promise that he'll stay with her. Um, Gordon is uh, glad Alfred is able to stop Jeremiah, but Jeremiah's a little happy with being locked up. It seems like he's got the whole Hannibal thing going happy. on, you know. Yeah. Right. And he keeps asking for Bruce uh, because and coffee and coffee. <laughs> he's a little too calm. He tells Gordon yeah. to bring Bruce to him, and when he realizes that he's not bluffing, there are more bombs out there. Um, then we cut to Hugo Strange, who's back, and he's got Butch hooked up on a table full of machines, and he tells uh, Tab and Penguin that he can flush Butch's body and shock him to get him back to normal. Um, and then, but then Tab gets a call to, uh, to go kill Jeremiah, and Penguin says that he'll stay there with Butch. That was a bad I like how she got bad move. I like her call. Bad like, move. She's like she shot she shot who? Yeah. I'll be, I'll be right there. I'll, I'll be kill right him. There. I'll be right there. She's like, she shot who? I like that. Um then we get Lucius in a room full of the bombs. Um uh, Bullet thinks Jeremiah's bluffing. Uh, Gordon wants to know what why Jeremiah said they had a vision and his eyes were open. And, uh, in the mayor's office, they spot a man on the roof across the way, and it's Ray Shao Ghoul. And as they see him, this building goes up in smoke. Um, Gordon tries to be a tough guy. Demand, where are the bombs? <laughs> where are the bombs? Where are the bombs? Where's the trigger? Uh, you wouldn't give it to it. Where's the trigger? Uh, but Jeremiah just wants Bruce. That's all he says, you know. And yeah, no matter what Gordon pretty tells pretty. him, he's like, uh, you know, he talks about Gordon, Gotham going up in flames, and then he wants Bruce. Yeah, um, brand new Bruce. The, the National Guard has been called in. They're not there to evacuate people. They're there because it's martial law and the major... I like how they, they always go, I got this. Like, yeah. We, we, we're, we're here right. now. We're going to take care of everything. We, we got this. Um, 
Then Major Harmony wants to know if he can count on Gordon. Gordon tells him there are more bombs, but that Jeremiah's followers might have, might have turned on him, but he must have help. Um, Gordon tells Harmon about his demand to see Bruce Wayne. And Harmon wants to bring Bruce in, but Gordon thinks it's a bad idea. And Harmon, yeah, do it. Harmon arrests Gordon and has an escorted to a police van. Uh, but the Riddler shows up, knocks out the guards, and knocks out Gordon. And this scene is awesome with Gordon uh, on the pneumatic press. And yeah. Riddler, the jealous boyfriend. <laughs> He's like, that's 50 pounds. That's 100 pounds. <laughs> I was waiting for it to freeze frame and the voiceover guy from the 66 Batman show going, you know, because it was that whole... Like, yeah, it was so goofy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was like that. The way they had it lit, too, that big window and, like, and right. like, all excited and stuff. But, um... So, you know, he's, he's obviously uh, got... He's had, has some, uh, you know... His affection for Lee is growing, I guess, and you could say... Um, he says uh, Lee has dead weight on her, and that dead weight is Gordon. Uh, and if he gets rid of Gordon, then Lee will let him go. And he proceeds to crush him a little more. Um, then Barbara tells her squad that the evacuation is going to leave a lot of territory open, and then Ray shows up and says he's leaving Gotham, and he wants her to come with him. He says about his vision, um, he says his vision is faulty because his power is still in her. And that, um, the woman in the portrait that looked just like her, you know, he offered her eternal life or whatever, and she turned him down. He and Barbara could live forever, and he's going to make it happen. He's trying to get his heir into position. And we know who that is, right? Yeah. Right. The detective. Yes, detective. Yes. Um, Bruce and Alfred are brought to the station in handcuffs. Uh, they bring Jeremiah out on the, uh, the Hannibal Lecter rack, and Harmon sends him in to talk to him. And then Jeremiah, first thing is, how is Selena? He's like really trying to get Bruce's head or whatever. And Bruce is, oh, yeah. Bruce yeah. is trying to fight it, but man, he's getting gassed. <laughs> it's a great scene between the two of them. I got to say, this cat playing Jer- Jerome slash Jeremiah, man, he is so on point. Just so oh, good. Yeah. It just amazes me that he's played three different Jokers now. Yeah. In this, and they've yeah. all been good. They've all been different, yep. and they've all been the Joker, and they've all been cool. And yep. Cameron Monaghan, man, I can't give him more props. And, but I have to go with David Mamoose here, because he really, like, steps up his game. I mean, we, we had a lot of, you know, questions about him when he was starting out this series, but he's really grown into this role, I think. Um, this scene, especially with the two of them, you know, where he's telling him, it reminded me very much of that scene in The Dark Knight. You know, with Batman and the uh-huh. Joker with the interrogation and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, Jeremiah like, tells him he's trying to set Bruce free because he knows he has a darkness inside him. But Bruce says he can control his. And then Harmon tells Bruce to ask about the bombs, but interrupts the conversation. Jeremiah doesn't reveal anything about the bombs. And then the lights go out, and Bruce and Jeremiah disappear. You knew that was coming. I knew it was coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it had to. It had to. Um, Riddler is still torturing Gordon. Lee walks in. She says Gordon can withstand 450 pounds. Um, she denies having feeling for him, feelings for him, but Riddler insisted that's what's holding her back. And she thinks Riddler's missing the point. She tells Gordon the woman he loved is gone. And Lee is leaving Gotham City and wants Riddler to come with him. It's his choice. And uh, Riddler flaunts her decision to Gordon, telling him that he can have Gotham City. 
but he didn't crush him all the way. I am crushing your head. Uh, Alfred shows up. Your head. Alfred shows up at Barbara's to find Raish. Uh, Tabitha's already there because she wants to kill Jeremiah, and Alfred can help. But Barbara wants to kill Raish. Penguin shows up and wants to know who he can kill. <laughs> right. uh, Raish is leaving that night. Um, Gordon limps out of the building. Leah's there. She gives him keys. But he wants to know if she's really leaving. And, but Lee doesn't give him any, uh, you know, sign of what her real motive is. She does kiss him, though. But her feelings for him are gone. She tells him to go save Gotham. Uh, Gordon calls Bullock. He tells him Jeremiah got away and took Bruce with him and also checked the bombs. Uh, Jeremiah brings Bruce to Rachel Ghoul, which I did not see coming. Uh, Bruce wants to know how those two came together. Jeremiah wants to know where the bombs are, and Raish promises they're on route to the places they need to be. So, Bruce and the Raish and Jeremiah team up, I did not get until this scene. Yeah. I'm like, what? What? Yeah, I didn't see that coming. Um, Raish has this whole thing about after the city falls apart, that Bruce will rise up as, you know, Gotham's Dark Knight to save everything, and then he'll be his true heir. And Jeremiah also reveals he's building Bruce up to be the brother that Jerome never that's their whole plan, which is uh, pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Barbara shows up and Rachel, as Rachel and Jeremiah are about to reveal her plans. She's put the knife back together, but Rachel isn't worried uh, because she's outnumbered, and that's when the cavalry comes in, uh, guns blazing, so it's a big, big fight. Um, Gordon and Bullock arrive as the bridges are being cleared, the bombs are being cleared, but there's a little girl on the bridge. Gordon tries to help her. Uh, Team Barbara fights Raish and his men. Barbara checks the knife. Yeah, that was a good scene. Uh, Barbara checks the knife, joins her hands with Bruce's, and they both stab Raish. Um, The bridges start to blow, just like Dark Knight Rises. Uh, Again, another call call out to the movies. They watch as the city goes dark. Raish dies again. He tells Bruce to become Gotham's Dark Knight, and then he dies. Um, Lee is having a drink with the Riddler. Reports that you know, Jeremiah's plan has gone through. Um, she says she can't leave now because the people in Narrows um, need her. And Riddler um, says he was foolish and all she wanted to do was save Gordon, but she doesn't agree and she stabs him. Says he would have killed her eventually. And he pulls the knife out and stabs her, saying she's wrong. They kiss and they both pass out. I love it though. I, I know, man. That scene worked. I mean, yeah. as, as weird yeah. as it, it was, yeah. great. As weird as my my like breakdown of it is, that scene totally worked. Um, it was so crazy. Tabitha and Penguin return to find uh, you know Doctor Strange there alone. Butch walks in. He's back to normal. And Penguin smiles. Butch tells Penguin he won't forget this favor. And Penguin thanks him for his loyalty and apologizes. And then he kills him. <laughs> Going and with a nice callback because Tabitha was the one who killed his mother. Yep. Uh, so that's why Butch had to die. Uh, she charges down, but he shoots her, and she realizes he only needed, he only helped Butch to kill him. He says um, he'll kill her too that someday. Was, that was just some petty yeah. ass shit. Yeah, I know, petty as right petty AF, man. And then what a callback no, too. Call back to like season two, I right? Know. He did kill his mama, she did. and that's yeah. true. It's and supposed to let me let go, guys. No, you killed somebody's mom, and you just, right. and you basically thought, you know, like, it was going to be all right. Like, you thought I got over it. You don't get over that. You 
no. kill his mom. I, I like get over it because it, I was so happy to see her on this show that it was upsetting to me that she died because we don't have that actress on this show anymore. Carol Kane, yeah, she's yeah. great. She's great. I love that kind of calculating. That's some real gangster vengeance, right? Oh there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Way like back. He way back. Like he he, Ooh, he put yeah. that in the oven and let it sit. Like he let that sit for a while. I like I'm, marinated I'm, in the fridge. I feel like he, he marinated. Well, made it for yeah. It's dead. Like let it simmer he cold. And no, marinated and tenderized. Yeah. <laughs> when you do something where you say I hate you so much, I'm gonna wait for you to be happy before I take my revenge on you, so that you he, can remember how you felt. Even if that's three years later, right? <laughs> even if it took three years later, just so you could, when I do take it away from you, you can remember how happy you felt at that time. And the thing was, right. I'm watching that scene, I'm like, I totally forgotten that. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because so many alliances had come and gone since then, and then yeah. he's like, you know, you killed my mom, so I'm going to kill her. I'm like, oh, yeah! That's right! She did! Did kill his mom! Yeah, totally. Um, the, we cut to Selena being wheeled out of the hospital. Bruce is going to stay with her. Um, the doctor says that, you know, the bullet severed her spinal cord, and the damage is probably going to be permanent. Um, Alfred wants to stay with him. But Bruce is not leaving the city. He wants to make sure Selena is safe. And Alfred leaves, but he promises to come back to find Bruce. So they're they're cool again, which is awesome. Uh, Gordon and Harmon are still at the GCPD, but it's abandoned. And then uh, Harmon says the city has been declared off-limits. The government is giving up on the city. So no man's land. Right there, my friend. Total setup. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm excited. I'm really excited for next season. I have a feeling it's probably going to be my favorite season. Just, I hope I'm not getting my hopes too far up. I like the way this next few scenes kind of set up all the different territories, too. Like, Penguin walks into that giant building and says it's his new yep. headquarters. Uh, Freeze sets up his own shop. Uh, Firefly starts saying fires with her gang. Scarecrow is making toxins again. Um,. Penguin says Lee and Riddler are strange with orders to fix them both. Who knows what he's going to be doing to them. So, that's a cool cool setup right there with all of them having their own little area, you know what I mean? Um, it's going to be like Game of Thrones, but with Gotham villains. It's going to be awesome. Um, the League of Shadows is loyal to Barbara again, and Tab comes in and says the Penguin shot her, and Barbara declares that men are the problem. So, she, she has her people kill all the men of the League of Shadows. Any comment, Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> what are they going to do anyway? You know? Come on. Like, have, like, sports bars and stuff to meet in and stuff? Come on. She's doing everyone a favor. Women are obviously the stronger criminal-minded. I know they are just... We're like, petty. We can they, hold on to things cut. forever. Ever? I know, right. when they cut. Okay. When the cuts, boy, it's deep. Yeah, it is. And yeah, women can hang on to a grudge almost as long as a penguin. That's what I'm saying. We are we're Word petty up. like a penguin. We wrote the book on petty and, and vengeful spite. I think his yeah. mom gave him that plan. <laughs> if I'm ever killed, this is what I want you to do. Probably. Uh, or maybe she, maybe she's not even dead in his brain. Maybe he's like been dormant her. You know, like what what mom? You want me to what? You know. Like, not yet, not yet, Mom. Not yet. He turns into Norman Bates. 
That's not what yet. I'm saying. He dormant her. Not yet. We're going to wait on this. We're going to wait on this. Uh, Gordon and Lucius bring power back to the GCPD. Bullock is there. And then Lucius says more officers are coming in, too. So that's going to be their little area, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, outside, Bruce is waging a war of his own, looking for Jeremiah. He's leaving bodies in his wake. He looks up into the sky and sees a light. That was a pretty cool scene. I like that, yeah. Gordon, yeah, Gordon, Gordon waiting for him on the roof. Uh, Bruce, yeah. Bruce shows up and Gordon reports that the gangs are taking over and they'll take things back bit by bit. Uh, I like how he saw that light, though. I like how Bruce looked up. Like, I love how, as a comic fan, I get a, such a kick out of Elseworld type of tales. Yeah, right? totally. Where... We are probably going to get a commissioner, a commissioner Gordon out of no man's land, as opposed to you know he was the commissioner before this. But it's a, but I just love I get a, such a kick out of seeing the different uh, comic stories how they how you if you flip it a little bit how it can change uh, what's what's happening. Well, while they're talking, we see like a little montage. We see men uh, that. Yeah, I was like, what? Kind of look like yeah. Mambat, which was cool. <laughs> yeah. And then there's also like, a woman in a mask with a masked child. Um, yeah. And on the roof, Bruce and Gordon contemplate the light in the sky. And, uh, that's the end of the episode. Yeah. And so good. I know that was a long recap, but a lot happened in that episode. That's what happened in the episode. A lot and went it down. was written so tight. I mean, it was so perfect. Was I mean, I, what are they going to do? Are they going to, they, they said they're going to what? When they come back, they're going to do this storyline, right? And then in half of it, they're going to time jump or something? I think it's, this is going to be their last season. They said they were going to roll with No Man's Land for that last season. So. For the third Yeah, episode. but didn't they say something about time jumping a little bit? Because they are definitely going to do him being Batman. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I could have I, think in the interview they did or something. I know I could have sworn that they said something about time jumping a little bit. I'm still wondering if that thirteen episodes ends up being really good and gets a positive response if they won't try to renew it longer. I don't know. It's been a great show. It, oh, I'm sorry. It's been a great show, yeah. No, I I'm just saying I, I I would think the best thing would be for them to do is instead of doing a show show, why not do I don't know, like mini movies every, you know, sure. maybe once or twice yeah. a year, or maybe a short, a short or... replacement series in the summer of like six episodes, right. you know, uh, like Gotham, a... Mark of the Batwoman, mm-hmm. or you know, whatever. Yeah, I would love to see a bat. I would love to see Bruce's Batman and all that, but it doesn't have to focus all on Bruce being Batman. But no. just the whole thing, like the Batman and the GCP, you know, like them all working, you know having these little uh, missions taking out these villains because there are so many villains you got plenty of time you got plenty of stories to tell I would like to see I would like to see these actors in their current roles but have them recreate shot for shot scene for scene all the Batman 66 episodes no that's okay (laughs) no that's okay doing this is when I when I say Chubb Oh my God, that's that's Chuck's uh, patented taking things a bit too far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, dude, Tabitha's character redoing Earth the Kids part does sound. That does yeah, sound she's awesome. awesome. Yeah. She's awesome. I love her. Well, he is. Well, she. <laughs> yeah. She kind of is 
the Earth and Kit Catwoman, right? Without them having to say she's the Earth yes. and Kit Catwoman. But I mean, Catwoman. doing her scenes with those little outfits, that would be worth watching. And oh, I would, I'd watch the hell out of it. And as good as, yeah, I'm sure you would. And as good as, <laughs> as good as the season has been, and as much of a turnaround as it's been from last season, the ratings really have not improved all that much, so. No, well, them moving the show's weeknight did not help it one yeah, bit. Yeah, that's true. I'm just glad no. we're get another uh, season. It's always right. good. It's always good when we get to see, you know, the creators close out a, a show the way they want to. Right. You know I mean, right. Yeah. I mean, look at look at the Americans. It just uh, uh, ended. They were able to close. Which it Which I have to watch. Finish. That finale is so good. So good. I've never watched that show. Oh, it's good. It's That's on a really uh, Amazon good show. Prime. Yep. It's all on Amazon Prime, so you can watch it if you want. It's not long seasons either. It's worth yeah. it. No, but right now, episodes. Babylon 5 is the priority. So. Anyway, well, yeah. Right now, given a letter grade to Gotham, both episode and uh, finale and uh, seasons. Uh, I got to give it an A, man. It's a season. It could, I, I like this finale, too. I got to give it an A, the season and the finale. Mm-hmm. It yeah. did what a finale should do, I think. It it really it really had fun with with everything. And it and every character in that show has been taken progressed to another, you know, to the next thing. Which is good. And let me tell you too, with Gotham, the cinematography has always been really pretty decent, if not sometimes amazing. But the cinematography in this episode was phenomenal. I mean, especially like when the bombs started going off and all that, Jim, like you said, it was like, you know, just like from the movie and everything, but I don't know, it was just so beautifully shot. And that and that's on top of all the great writing, the great directing, the great acting. This episode was definitely an A+, and I think for this season I'm going to give it an A. It was it was it was a very remarkable season. Sure. A, it had everything. <laughs> oh, it's look, everybody had Stefan, yeah. This show had everything. everything. It had, you know that thing where. <laughs> <laughs> it, oh, it was, it, it's like watching everything come to fruition and stuff I didn't expect to, ha- to happen, like me actually liking Lee for a change and. Yeah. Barbara, like, like coming to something, like not just being the crazy ex, like her rising to the occasion and going toe to toe with Raj, and I mean, there was some great stuff. So, so A for the finale and A for the season. Yeah, I agree uh, on both a, a for the finale, A for the season. I think what impressed me the most about this finale, and we talk about other shows like not much happening in that space of an hour, like with that Arrow finale, you know, this so much happened. In one episode, and it didn't. Right. And I think Daryl said it didn't stop. You know, just like boom, 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 boom. It just kept, kept going. Kept like more jaw dropping moments in this finale than you know probably in the whole season of some other shows. And it was just great. I, I couldn't get. I couldn't have. Uh, I couldn't agree more. A across the board. Uh, let's talk to the Flash. Uh huh. I thought this was a decent episode. It was called We Are the Flash. Um, at the beginning of the episode, the skies turned purple. All technology has stopped working. The skies all purple. There were people running everywhere. Okay. 
I just said, I just said, sorry, I had to run for my destruction, you know, I didn't even care. Um, that's what I was thinking when I watched it, though, too. Um, there's all kinds of chaos going on, uh, Team Flash is, um, uh, already has his hands full, but also, of course, dramatically so, Cecile has gone into labor. <laughs> so not only do they have to save the world, but also make sure Cecile successfully delivers her baby. Um, but then Marlies shows up at Star Labs to help defeat her husband. Um, Marlies uh, informs the team the only way to de defeat her crazy husband is for Barry to go into the thinker's mind using Cecile's telepathic powers because reasons. Yeah. <laughs> at least they finally explained why she because we knew this was building to something. Her power was going to have some kind of great, like, twist or ending, so at least we finally know why the crap Cecilia's been, right. like, this yeah. time. So right. I was happy with that. Mm -hmm. So Barry straps himself in and goes Inception style into the thinker's mind, uh, trying to find the good part of the thinker, I guess, to overpower the crazy part. Um, Barry goes into his mind, he's on the street where he exited the Speed Force, um, Marlies tells him that's the nexus of Clifford's mind. He has to lead the good Clifford through the Nexus. So he's off to find the goodness. And he starts at their house, but that's a dead end because it's totally empty. Um, back in the real world, Harry is on the verge of becoming a vegetable. He's making one last-ditch effort to help the team. He puts his thinking cap on, which barely helps him articulate an idea. But he manages to tell Cisco to look, to tell Barry to look for the good and devote in the place where he and Marley's fall in love. So instead of like real, like, uh, like knowledge intelligence, it's giving him emotional intelligence, kind of. Um, yeah. This actually worked in the scene. I, I'm descri not describing it very well, but in the scene, yeah, I thought it worked. Um, oh, I agree. Yeah. I, I mean, so, with Cisco it, and him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in DeVoe's mind, Barry uh, travels to Oxford, um, to Harry's advice. But instead of finding DeVoe there, he finds Ralph Dibney. We knew he was coming back, right, guys? Of, of course. Yeah. I jumped up out of my chair and yelled, yes, with my fist thrust into the air. I was so happy to see Ralph. So Barry has Ralph now, but he still doesn't have DeVoe. Um, Ralph suggests they try DeVoe's classroom, but that's a dead end. Because they find the good DeVoe's dead body in the classroom. He actually like, killed his own good self. Um, it's hardcore. Yeah, it's pretty hard. Saying. So Barry gives Ralph a pep talk. He tells him he's capable of taking back control of his body if he makes it through the Nexus. So instead of looking, yeah, we could do this together. 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 One more time with that together, because yeah. it's not like you never ever do that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, together. <laughs> together. So they make a mad dash to the street uh, for a big wormhole in the thinker's mind. They fight off an army of thinkers. Um, meanwhile, in the real world, Team Flash is trying to evade DeVoe. He knows what they're up to and is trying to stop them. He tracks him down to the pocket dimension and tries to kill Cecile in order to kill Barry. But Barry and Mal Ralph... Uh, Ralph Mouth? No. Barry and Ralph <laughs> make it through the Nexus in time and Ralph can, regains control of his body. Emotional attachments win! Yay! 
Yay. And with the thinker dead, he loses control of the satellites, and Marlies and Team Flash are able to override them and terminate the Enlightenment. Um, so, are we certain, I mean, for sure now, DeVoe has been defeated, right? Yeah. So does this mean think. next season that he's going to have to face down either Bev or Bill? You mean Bell or Bill? Uh, Bell Biv? Biv. Yeah. Not Bev. If you go Biv. You're going to make the reference. Do it right. It's Biv. Short, short. Look. It's short, short. podcast put all of you out. It's short for Michael Bivens. Okay. B-I-V. Now, who the hell is like, Bev? I know, I didn't get the joke because I know, like, who the hell is Bev? Who's Bev? I haven't even heard their music since, like, 1992, okay? You the name right. to make the joke. Or That's right. At least consult me first, and right. I can tell you if it's right or not. Hey, hey, Chubb? Oh, my gosh. Hey, Chubb? That joke was, that joke was poison. Oh, see, he poison. Done in a poison. Way. See, never, <laughs> tr- never trust a chub toad in a smile. Anyway, <laughs> see, you gotta know your source material if you're gonna make a reference. But come on, man, do some research. Okay. See, that works too. <laughs> see, all these things work because we know the, the song. <laughs> oh god. Uh, um, the um. Before Ralph regained control of his body, DeVoe like, transferred his consciousness to his chair and made a last-ditch effort to destroy everything, but Marlies destroys the chair, in essence, killing her own husband. Um, uh, see, Team Flash heads out to the field to handle business. One of the satellites is hurtling, of course, toward the city. Um, Barry plans on using a sonic punch to destroy the satellite, and it would kill him, but it'll kill him, too. However... Mystery Girl arrives and helps him destroy it and saves his life in the process. Um, with the day saved, Cisco uses Marley's knowledge to fix Harry's brain. Uh, mm-hmm. Harry decides to go back to his Earth and reunite with Jesse now that he's emotionally stronger. That's emotional intelligence. And okay. uh, Team Flash goes to Joe's house to celebrate the birth of Joe's daughter and Cecile's daughter, Jenna Marie West. But Mystery Girl shows up drops a big bomb. It's kind of what we figured the whole time. She's yeah, burying uh-huh. she's burying Iris's future daughter, Nora Allen West. And she quote has made a big, big mistake, unquote, by traveling back in time. Because like Wait, Fox, they, I thought she was I thought she was Joe and No, no. She says she's burying I'm totally confused. Burying Iris's future daughter. She says oh, she, that's right. she says she that's made right. a big big mistake by traveling back in time. But like that, like like father, father like daughter. daughter. That's what I have in my nose. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But we won't be able to find out what she screwed up until season five. Oops. Yeah. You know, well, your parents try to caution you from making the same mistakes they do, but you end up right. doing it anyway. Well, what do we Everyone. assume? Like, if the, he was he probably he originally he didn't stop it all the way, and some people died or something. We assume. No, she did something. No, she like, helped you. No, what I mean by adding to the thing, I'm saying in her original timeline, I'm 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 wondering what do we assume that Barry died? He and did he... it? He didn't. He didn't destroy it all the way, and some people died. Or he died, and she was our and Myris is already pregnant. 
That's the other thing. Like, if, yeah, like he, cause he to, thought he was going to die from punching that satellite. He thought it would kill him. Right. He um, wouldn't make it. He wouldn't make it, so he should just change her timeline to where a very She would low. have to be pregnant, though. She yeah. would have to be she pregnant. She'd have to be pregnant now. Yeah. Well, she may be. He is the Flash. I mean, <laughs> no, well, he's the fastest well, man alive. <laughs> well, I'm the Flash. I'd be nice. So I give the season finale. Yeah, that's not something you really want to brag about, dude. I don't know. Listen, listen. I took the hit for the joke. I took the hit for the joke. And I, I needed that disappointment in Jerry's voice. Where's that. the next stop? Because I need off this train. <laughs> <laughs> there's a emergency break. So on the track. Let's put it back on. Let's put it back on the track. I give this. Right. I give this finale a B. It was well put together, and I'm glad they finally closed the thinker story up, and it was fine. Um, I give the season overall a B too. It was. It was better than the season and, before, and some of the mm-hmm. some of the metas were more interesting than others. Um, but I thought they took a long time getting with the thinker. Um, I, th- I think plan. they killed too many metas too, and they killed yeah. too many metas, man. You but, know, killed all those people. But, but, but the country music girl one is dead, and she was awesome. But I, I, I do I have to say, uh, yeah, some of the moments in this season, Eminem Black is awesome. I love her. Oh yeah. Um, Every I re- time she appeared, that episode yeah. Flash Time is probably one of my favorite episodes. That of the was whole, the, the whole series. Plus, we got to see more Jay Garrick this season. Yep. So that's why I ended up giving it a B overall. Um, so. Yeah, I, I'll agree with the B overall for the season. The finale, I'm going to give a C. Um, mainly because, while I'm glad we wrapped up the DeVoe story, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it just felt kind of like a weak resolve for the whole thing. It just had too much of the Luke is still having faith in his the, that there's good in his father and he's going to pull it out of him and blah, blah, blah. It was just too reminiscent of that. And I think that it was a letdown from what I was expecting, which I don't know what I was expecting, but it would have been more of a spectacle than that. I don't know. I think they kind of subverted that a little bit by not finding a good in DeVoe. And then yeah, yeah, having no to be good. Ralph is yeah. someone who had to really you know, um, believe in himself to do it, yeah. Uh, but it's cool. I, yeah, yeah. I switch it. Like I give, I give the finale like a B, B minus. But I give the season kind of a C plus because I there was so much I did like, like you know the the time one and and uh, and the other characters in the in the show. But what I hated was that there's no reason why you had to kill off these characters, and I don't know why they have to. Still right. stick with this rule book of metas have to come from the, the uh, These events, the so. the accelerator. Like uh, everything had to be from the accelerator. Why give yourself that type of just, uh, uh, rule? I do think though, with the reveal for Code of Frost, that there's going to be metahumans that weren't affected by the accelerator. I hope so. Because I mean, yeah, in turn, so. I mean, when she had that flashback about her being a little girl and having those powers. Yeah. I mean, there's gonna be they're gonna be metas without them, without that thing. So, that I like. I was like, finally, finally move away from that. I think that'd be a good idea. Yeah. Well, but Canary, Canary wasn't. Um, well, Arrow's a different rule. It, it, I'm talking about for Flash. 
they've been well, I'm just talking about this, this universe as a whole. There's other metas oh. that weren't oh, yeah, part yeah, of the Arrow. yeah. But they Arrow's the I mean, but Flash is the only one that comes up with this thing where it has to be from the accelerator. Uh, the other shows don't even say it. They don't even mention that it has to be from that. But uh, and I hate it that they killed off all those metas. I'm like, they, there's no reason why you couldn't just have them all get their minds back or something, and then just um, you know let it. They could have set it up some way where he had them all hidden somewhere, and then when he dies, it all reverts back, so they could be out there. Because it, like having that world, why build these characters out? Like why why? have them out there and then you take them all away like you, you know you should have reoccurring characters in these in these stories like that's the thing that, that, that gets me like they end something and then that's it mm-hmm. it's like they come up with something and then they feel like they have to, to either kill it or end it like the whole thing with uh, Cisco they didn't have to end that relationship they could just keep it long distance it wasn't that big of a deal they barely showed them together that it, they had to do this thing of ending it. Yeah, that seems to be more of that next season, though. I really do. I hope so, <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see what happens because I do like how they cast on this show. It's just that it's it's just ridiculous that they have to be like, oh, we got to kill them, you know. And yeah. Iris, get a job. Get a job. <laughs> stop it! You stop it. I'm, I'm but she writes a blog, dude. She has very very important blog. I wake up every day. I read I read Supergirl's blog. I read her blog, and then I'm ready to start my day. There's no reason for her not to have this job because she does all the things that a reporter does. Daryl, just have the job. Team Flash. She's operations. Daryl, she has her blog and. With as many subscribers as she has, as we learned from all the ones retweeting about DeVoe, she probably gets so much ad revenue, so she doesn't have to worry about her job. Plus, plus she's she's in a family way now, so, you know, she can't be working hard. She's got to take the easy one. She's one half of the Flash. Remember, we are Flash. She really needs to have a job. If if she's in a family way, they they need a job. Barry need a job. She need a job. Like, why is the father the only one working? He can't take care of everybody. What do you think, Jerry? Get, get a job. Oh my God! <laughs> no, it, it was a B. The whole series, uh, the finales. I'll give it a B. It's fine. Like at least they they finally gave some kind of progression with the story, not just doing the same thing and spinning their wheels over and over. It, the season. I want to give it a B because there were some bright moments, but I really have to give it a C because I, I shook my head too much during the season. Like, here's a cool meta, and they're dead. Here's Danny Trejo. Oh, they broke up. You know, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I hear you. you know, it's like all these cool things were introduced. It's like, look what you could have, psych. Like, it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what would make Flash really cool? This? Oh, oh nope. nope. Not for you. <laughs> Look, we got a new character. He can change into anyone. He's dead. Whoops. <laughs> Sorry. I, 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 you know, the bait and switch. The here you go, no, you can't. Here you go, mm-mm. I, I can't deal with that. Real life is like that enough, okay? I don't need that in my superhero movies. You give me some nice stuff and you let me keep it for a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, well put. Well put. 
Thank you. <laughs> okay, let's close out with uh, this week's Supergirl. So next to the last episode. Hey, Chubb, do you want to do this since you just watched it? <laughs> yeah, bruh. Yeah, bruh. Yeah, yeah, I got... Here, hold my beer. I got this. So... <laughs> so, her and Monel go to what's her. left of Krypton. Who's her? And then... Supergirl. Kara Zor-El. And then... And then they get there, but she can't shake her Supergirl ways of, of wondering if there's something beneath everything that's sinister and then suddenly Mon-El transforms back into Bro-El and tells Kara he still loves her or has feelings for her or whatever at that point I almost threw up a little bit and then um, it turns out Rain's not dead bro that's it <laughs> All right. <Dude. laughs> that's it huh that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's all the good parts. That's well, I thought that, well, the end of it had that uh, that new world breaker or whatever on our way to Earth. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And told us what we knew because we knew that chick was shady. And, you know, like, oh, welcome, Cars. And somehow. Like, good yeah. Shady. And, yeah, it was shady as fuck, they, yeah. <laughs> shady AF. Yeah. Uh, they somehow stole the set from Superman Returns with the Black Kryptonite Crystals. Yeah. So I guess we're getting that next season. Oh, we got one more episode of Supergirl, and we're done. Now, um, before we get into it, I just have a question, and I understand television show making and production and all of that stuff, so I know the real answer. But just wouldn't you think that her home is destroyed? She left it, and then. Finds herself and grows up on this strange alien planet. Now she finds out a piece of home is still there. How is it that she would not contact the only other good Kryptonian that's on Earth and say, "Hey, guess what I found"? Yeah, I was wondering about that too. I'm no, just saying. I, I know that you know that it's her show, so I get that. But they could have at least said, you know, threw in a line of like, are, are you going to go tell Cal or whatever? Oh, he's busy with blah, blah, whatever. Right. And just something, because to me, that's, I mean, like I, that's, I go back that's to this a again. huge discovery I, for I her. I go back and to this again. They, they have a problem with having alphas, too many alpha uh, characters on an episode. So you can't have, even when they had Superman on there for a second, they had to like do some mind thing where he flips, and he's not himself. Yeah. Like they don't know how to write it where it's more. And they do it on the crossover, but I don't know why they can't do it just on a on a. I don't know, and I don't necessarily episode. want them to write him in, but just write in some kind of a throwaway line. Well, something you could do a Skype call or a fly, like right. Like, yeah, they wasted a lot of they wasted a lot of time with yeah. on this episode with basketball. Yes, that's you didn't, even you didn't even mention the basketballs. No, but Let's imagine see. if they had had Superman and Kara sitting on the roof, just shooting the shit, talking about the situation. Like, what should I, you know, like her trying to figure out what she should do. You know, cousin yeah. to cousin. I like that she talks to Maggie about it, but but let's be real. Maggie can't understand. I mean, uh, am I saying her name right name? Her sister? Alex. Yes. Alex. 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 I'm sorry, because I kept thinking Maggie, and I don't know why. I guess her girlfriend. 
girlfriend was there. Yeah, her girlfriend. Alex, was but I'm like, Alex can get it from a from a sister's perspective, but she would understand well, how Alex can get it. She has to get it all day. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I couldn't let that one go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, but at the same time, to Jim's point, she can't relate to Kara on in this situation to give That's her honest advice because the I'm only saying. other person on this planet that has experienced the same thing is her cousin. And wouldn't Superman want to visit too? That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yep. Just for the hell of it, like they could have made such a like they could have, they knew when the show like that's the thing that I don't think they know how to pace on any of these the CW shows except for Black Lightning so far for the first season. They have a hard time uh, pacing out the amount of episodes they have because it would have been a, such a cool. Um, they could have did a three parter with it where you could have had Superman visit for a while and then have Superman go back home. Yeah. He's not going to yeah. stay there. He's not going to stay there. He he has family back. He's got Lois. He's married to and all that. So he's not going to do that. But at least it would have been cool and exciting for the fans to to watch and and more interesting, I think, than what they've you know like the scenes that some of the scenes that they have showed and wasted in doing it of having him visit with her and then you can still have bro if you got to have Broel go have Broel go. It's like they can't write. You can't have Broel. And have Superman and have Supergirl in a scene together talking about this stuff. Like you can't, like, or they have to write the same problem with Martian Manhunter when he's in a scene with her and and whatnot. They have to make it that he's either passing out or his he's holding a wall or he has to hold like he's always like playing catch up and he's weak. And then when they when Kara's not in the scene, then he's the powerful. Uh, Martian Manhunter, but it's like they can't they don't know how to write these characters together in and, and scenes, and it's like if you can't, do, they do this in comic books all the time, if you can't do that in a TV show why are you writing? Like if you can't tell yeah. them that's hard to do I agree. Multiple characters you've seen it done in the movies now we've seen it already with the movies and, the, and, and whatnot, like you can't tell me you can't write these multiple superheroes you've seen it in the crossovers mm-hmm. you can't write these multiple superheroes together they've and the crossovers something? have been pretty brilliantly written so it's so like what the hell so what's yeah. the problem i don't get what the problem is yeah i, I yeah i agree with chad they should have at least had a throwaway line like oh cal is off dealing with blah 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 you know or whatever right. just something right. to, to explain it a little bit you know as opposed to just letting it go like that. I mean, they found a whole chunk of Krypton. He definitely want to know about that. But they yeah. did have time to reference Clark from with Jimmy and uh, Lena's discussion. It's like, okay, you can mention him there. How about just this other throwaway line, please? Something. I did like Jimmy yelling. I, I did like Jimmy yelling, Miss Teschmacher, though. That was cool. Yeah, that Ms. was cool. Miss Teschmacher! Miss What the hell? What the hell is up with this gun control episode? That oh my god, yeah. I forgot about that too. That came out of no... It was not oh. organic. That shit came out of no... I was like yep. watching... I'm thinking I'm watching something about Supergirl and her family and dealing with... It reminded me of that Arrow episode where they tried to it, do that too, didn't you remember? Came yeah. out of no... Again, I'm, came out I'm of perfectly nowhere. okay with putting a social message into a television episode... <laughs> As long heavy. as it's 
as long as it's 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 written well, it's not heavy-handed, like you said, and just I mean, not that this wasn't even heavy-handed. This was like uh-huh. they they took it, formed a giant railroad spike out of it, and hammered it into it. It was just so forced. It felt like they took a yeah, bucket of water and they and they lo- they labeled the water message. <laughs> you're watching the show and all right. out of nowhere they just splash that water in your face the cold water and there was and walk you know, away. they didn't even try to do due diligence like let's None show both sides None no they're it. like let's make this rich a-hole who owns this company and just yeah. wants to have all your money give him yeah. right. his quote side <laughs> yeah you know? and let's be here's let's the other be realistic yeah. it doesn't make oh, any gosh. sense for a government entity to not have yeah what the hell exactly that was the worst part about it I mean the heavy handed message was one thing but to sit there and try to convince that your government agency which protects the earth from alien threats is not going to now have guns are you you fucking kidding me what the the hell the gun control issue is about people who should not have the guns, who are right. not trained, who are not mentally stable enough to deal with the weapons. That's the the the, the whole argument. Not oh, and they had to throw guns. the whole background check thing in there on the guy that bought that's, the guns and all of that. That's fine. That's fine. He was not a government agent, though. Right. To, 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 late, to link it to the government agency as a whole not using guns that is ignorant. Like, if there's an alien that you have to stop from killing people, um, guess what? You got to use the gun. Like, when your main character has laser beam, rocket type style, just eyeballs that put hey. a gun to shame. But let's hey, get rid of the guns. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, can't if we you say it makes out? Supergirl sense? I'm gonna knock you one. <laughs> uh, first of all, let's just simmer down now. Okay. Oh, try, yeah, drop that about twenty percent, buddy. Okay. <laughs> simmer down now. I simmer mean, down. can't 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 we just hug it out, bros? I mean, yeah, bro. I mean, hi, alien. I know we have our differences. You know, you're not from What world domination? But I got these hugs, bro. Hey, hey, <laughs> I got these hugs. bring it in, bring it in. Bring it in, bring, bring it, it in, baby. Bring it in, bring it in, bring it in. Come on, bring it in. Come on, come on, bring it in. Well, this Look explains why the scenes from next week has uh, has uh, Martian Manhunter wearing, you know, Can I lost my shirt. shirt. Yeah, you know, just like <laughs> no, like the like the the Grateful Dead bear shirt with the tie dye and. Oh. And all that, yeah. It just, it just doesn't make plausible sense. It's like if you're gonna make an art, that's the whole thing with this thing, right? No, yeah. You're going to make an nonsense. argument, make a plot. The yeah. thing we yell at, we, that, and that kills me, right? It's like I'm for gun control, but you got to make a plausible argument. This was nonsense. Yeah, this, this came out of no, came it. out of nowhere yeah, too, man. I mean, nonsense. This is apropos of nothing. Uh, to you, me, you it, make, it it hurt the gun gun issue. It argument I'm on your side and you made me not like this because yeah. you wrote it so badly if you don't Thank know you. how to write a, if you don't know how to write an issue and, and, and don't do it like if you can't do it don't do it 
You think they rushed it in like after like the whatever week shooting or whatever? You think they rushed it in like, mm-hmm. hey, let's throw this in last minute because that would make more sense. Whoever and what kills me is they did a better job of dealing with the situation when they when they had um, uh, 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 Lena talking to yes. Supergirl, where she basically was like, "Look, we have to deal with the threat of death every day." Right. I don't want to hear you crying about. So everybody with kryptonite, you can't have kryptonite in the world because it hurts just you. Like we de- right. we have to. You, what if something goes wrong and we need it? Like you, you you are like everybody else. When she said, "Oh, but how would you feel if you had something out there that could kill you?" Like she was like, "We deal with that every day." Yeah. Well, let's just leave it at, at Lena and, and I mean they finally did write something kind of plausible. For Lena and um and what's his name? Oh, I can't remember his name now. James Olsen. Like at least yeah. they did have a little lively debate about gun control. Right. And then they could have just left it at that. Not hey, uh, we can't fight yeah. aliens no more because guns are bad, y'all. So it killed me that they could have a real. <laughs> it killed. It killed me that they write Lena. I don't know whoever it is that's writing Lena and Jim and James because they write them as adults. Yeah. I noticed that they like they, whoever yeah. handles that part of the show. They write them so well as adults. If they had written Broel yeah. and Kara that way, I would not right. be so against them being on the show. But that was not how they were that, written. It kills yeah. me that they're also they're a real couple in real life, and they have like no chemistry on this None. show at all. None. None. They write them badly. They write them badly together. I don't know why. I don't know why. What do they think that they, they just throw anything on the screen because they're dating that it, it'll it'll come through on the screen? I feel more of an intimacy between James and Lena than I do with Kara and 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 uh, Monel, which is crazy because those actors are together. Like it doesn't make any sense to me why you can't write all the relationships on the show in a way that makes sense for a relationship like it, they talk things out there are reasons why they do the things they do Lena, they write Lena so well I'm like mm-hmm. why can't they write Caitlyn like they write Lena because yeah. Lena is such a strong well written character she thinks mm-hmm. things out before she says them I love how she shut down Kara that's my girl on those situations where she was right Lena was totally right when she said what she said um, and you would think that they would say, "All right, Kara, like this is what happens. You you grow up. She get your friend yeah. gave you a good a good a good reason why she called you on your shit. Right. So now you deal with it. You have to you think yeah. about it, and then you come back to her and you talk it out. That's what you do. No, she pouted. Why did you write Supergirl? She left and pouted. <laughs> Which didn't, and yeah. I'm like, this is Supergirl. This is not supposed to be like a regular person. This is supposed to be exactly. Supergirl. This is this is the lead. This is the special. There's something special about this woman, right? Why are you writing her as if she's an immature brat when she's not supposed to be written that way? Right? That that crazy. That's the thing that goes back and forth with this show. Sometimes that really gets me. Like I root for this show because I want that. It is good to have a female character like that written well and put out there. But it hurts the show when you don't write her that way. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's it's yeah it's yeah, frustrating. It is Lots very frustrating, and like like you said, there are members of the cast that are really great. Um, you know, mm-hmm. like you said, Lena is awesome, and, and her and 
James' oh, relationship is very believable and written that way. It's so believable. I, I like dude. Wynn. I think he's a really good character. I love the stuff so going. I love the stuff going on with uh, John and his dad. You know, that yes. whole subplot is, is working yes. for me in Overtime. Yes. But like, yes. the, like you said, the gun control stuff out of nowhere, and then like the whole, the whole, you know, I'm with Roel, I'm not with Roel, and now we're in Argo City, and I'm not going to tell anybody, and I'm just going to go and be in Kryptonian like for a while. It's like the show is bipolar. It's like and, the show and, is bipolar. And like, you, and like you were saying, Richard, you know, she says goodbye to everybody before she leaves. You know, she's like, bye, Dio, bye, Alex, bye. You think she would at least call Cal? Be like, right. uh, hey, dude, I'm out. Of, you know, I'm out. But yeah, I'm not so, not so. very happy. No, this episode. no. So, what do you guys? It think? wasn't. Do you it, give it? It, it, it was an F. I mean, just a flat. And I, don't, I mean, it was just bad. I, I, I really disliked it. And like Daryl said earlier, we're on your side of this argument, and you've ruined it. You have <laughs> yeah. absolutely ruined it. I mean, another thing. One of you had. had said that they shoehorned this in because of what happened with the Parkland shooting or whatever. It felt like well, it. Well, they, you can tell they did because nowhere in the entire episode is school shootings mentioned except for suddenly James during their little, him and Lena's little debate back and forth says, and kids just want to go to school. or what, uh, He relate. it's like, oh, where I've did that come from? never understood the argument, right, right. Like, I never yeah. understood the argument. That yeah, they, you're so you're Need to guns me and me not my kid can't go to school and be safe or and something. I'm, I'm like what? And I'm sitting there with the and I'm sitting there with the guard like the the other agents when when John makes this proposal and I'm sitting there going, are you fucking kidding me? Like how did you leave? How did you go from guns right. are bad? You should get these kind of guns off the street to we're no longer going to use guns when you're you're the defense of the planet like. You yeah. have to have every weapon in your arsenal yeah. because you never know what you're dealing with. Of course you should have weapons that can subdue people. You're supposed to have it. They have that all the time. And of course you have weapons that are lethal. You have to have both. Like, And when the agent was like, are you serious? And, and, and on top of that, you a bulletproof motherfucker ain't gonna tell me I can't carry a gun if I'm a, 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 a police officer or or um, part of the armed services, and I have to fight and defend. You, you giving me rubber bands to fight somebody with death rays and 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 you know enhanced strength and stuff like that. But Daryl, ridiculous. Daryl, all you need is a shield. Man, listen, let me tell you. <laughs> man, he man, man, he said that line. My eyes rolled so hard they almost went back in my head. Man, you've been you've been. You've been a fake ass vigilante for like five minutes, <laughs> and you, man, you shouldn't even be allowed to even get in this situation. You haven't been in this game that long. You got, you shouldn't be allowed to even be in this situation. And right. Martian Manhunter's uh, reaction was like, "This is not the reaction of someone who has worked uh, in law enforcement for probably what thirty years or so." Exactly. Since yeah. he's been doing this, there's no way he would have that uh, reaction. No. He'd qu- you'd quit before. If you can't do you'd quit. But you'd never have that. You'd never have that reaction. You'd never tell a, tell an agent to your agents that you're supposed to take care of. These are people you're supposed to, to make sure you take care of. You'd never tell them 
to to leave stuff at home to to not you're yep. not gonna get uh, weapons to protect yourself with absolutely better trade I could now if you go for if you want to have a conversation about uh, overzealous policing and, yeah that's and, another and problems with yeah. that that's real yeah we can have that conversation and you and and what goes with that conversation is better training if you want to talk about having better training to deal with alien stuff and not put them all in the same category if you want to go that route they could write that episode I'm with that but okay. this whole yeah. thing of no guns I mean, look, and there was no progression it was just like they talked and then it was in play I'm like whoa <laughs> like, yeah. how, does that, how does that happen I mean, I mean think about how think about how well they dealt with the subjects like that on Black Lake. yeah you know, yeah, getting pulled yeah, over by really the police well when when you're black, or, or gun mm-hmm. control, or drugs, or all those things, and then you see how ham-fisted this is, and you're just like, what? what? Mm-hmm. WTF? It makes no sense. I give this one an F too for WTF. Yeah, it's an F. Yeah, it's it's an F. I I'm not sure, but I think this is the first time I've given Supergirl an F. <laughs> Might be. Might be. I'll have to go to the archives and look. Uh, real quick, yeah. well, let's hit some news real quick, and then we're out of here. Um, mm-hmm. We saw the uh, logo and possible title for the new Wonder Woman movie, uh, Wonder Woman 84. Yep. It's pretty sweet. Yep. I know. I know. It's going to be big hair. Disco Wonder Woman. Uh, I, can't, I, hope they got, I hope they give Gal Gadot the big hair. Man. Uh, I would, that would be they a got a, dream come true for me. Yeah. Dream come true for She's me. She's got to visit it. <laughs> The discos in, in Manhattan got to visit. It made it weird. It made it weird, John. All right, fine. <laughs> uh, if you want to see one of the coolest things I've ever seen in a long time, the cast of the animated Justice League reading The Fellowship of the Ring uh, is on our oh, yeah. is on our Facebook group um, from Talking Tunes with uh, Ron Paulson. It's pretty great, and um, uh, I still I still want a, another Justice League reunion. <laughs> see I would love it. Uh, Lucifer ended up showing up those two bonus episodes, and one of them was like God, narrated by Neil Gaiman. We'll talk about that yeah. on, the, on the Lucifer episode. I thought that was so cool. Uh-huh. Um, we got our first uh, um, uh, little trailer greeting or whatever from Preacher, for season three, or hip hop. That was pretty awesome. That was crazy. Yeah, that was can't, crazy. Can't wait to see that. Uh, supposedly the Penguin is going to be the choice, current choice of main villain in Matt Reeves' Batman movie. Uh, we'll see if that. that ever happens. Uh, Batman Ninja is getting a manga adaptation, which is super cool, because that movie... I'm looking forward that. to that, yeah. That movie was so crazy in all the best yeah. ways. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. There are a lot of rumors that Blue Beetle is finally going to come to Arrow after teasing Court Industries forever and ever on the show. Oh, yeah. Um, stop st- and he come in and say, stop stealing my shit. Yeah. <laughs> stealing my good, man. Yeah. You um, stole from me like three, four times. And then we also got news just today that they might, that they're looking to give Jared Leto's uh, Joker his own movie. I don't know how I feel about that one. I liked it. I like Jared Leto's version. I didn't have any problems with it. I didn't, with it. I, I didn't hate it, but I don't know. I just, I don't know. I have a problem with Jared Leto as an actor. That's part of it too. So, uh, well, that part I I don't. He has a. You tell me he committed a crime, then fine. But I don't. Him being a little bit of an asshole is not enough for me to. to I don't know. Like we talked, we talked about it on the Walking Dead last night podcast. Uh, these 
method actors that are just make sets impossible because they can't. They, to me, that's just rude and unprofessional. Uh, I get it. Yeah, that, that's but you gotta give me more than that to be like I don't want to do the movie. Like I, you, got, you gotta. Some of the stories from that Suicide Squad set, he, I would, oh, mm-mm. I couldn't work with that. I think I, I, I know I've said this before. I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I keep thinking that the the best. What's going on? Somebody's moving because it feels like sound like somebody's yeah, moving the mic. Yeah. I hear that too. Yeah, I think the best. Jer, I think the best thing DC. I think the best thing DC can do right now is just make single good one-off movies using their characters, yes. and uh, yep. not try to chase the Marvel model right now. If they can nail down some like good, you know, hit movies like like Shazam, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. we'll talk about all this other stuff. If they can, you know, yeah. do make some really good, you know, one-off movies, then then maybe think about having you know another shared universe. But I think that's the best way they can go. I mean, if and if they can do a Joker one-off movie and they think they have a strong script, then go for it. But that's us. But I'm as far as like trying to camp. connect everything or whatever, I think they need to you know, go one at a time from now on. And yeah, you don't go have to do it and get different yeah. tones. I mean, I'm sure the Shazam yeah. movie is going to be more of a family-friendly movie, and I would I'm, think so. I'm sure Matt yeah, Reeves' okay. Batman is going to be almost R-rated, if not. And Suicide Squad, I would think, would be R-rated. Yeah. Probably. They'll feel more comfortable making it R-rated because of the success of, uh, you know, Deadpool. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but thanks uh, for joining me, and thanks for joining us for the DCTV podcast. We'll be back next week with the Supergirl season finale, and uh, we'll probably do a recap of iZombie at that point as well. Oh, um, Yeah. Talk about a great finale. Yeah, that was yeah. a good one, man. Yeah, Did you was. think so, Jerry? I mean, I was moved to song. I've, I've written a whole <laughs> album, uh, and I'm going to perform them all for you in Fairytale oh. Land next week. That'll be awesome. You ain't, you ain't right. But uh, if you like Geeky Podcasts, and I mentioned you do because you've been listening to this one, then by all means, H-H-W-L-O-D, start there. You can hit the Walking Dead TV podcast. Uh, we're doing Fear of the Walking Dead right now, and it has been better than the parent show this season. It really has. Yeah. Um, it's pretty sweet. Words I never thought we'd say. I never thought I'd say that either, but it's totally true. Also, uh, you know, it's all connected it's over there. They cover the Marvel side of TV. Uh, also, keep an eye out for, as we mentioned, our Babylon 5 podcast this summer. Uh, we're yes. doing two episodes per podcast of Babylon 5 from all the way from beginning to end. It's all on Amazon streaming right now, so check that out. You hit the Taylor Network of podcasts for um, uh, all kinds of background noise. Somebody's somebody shuffling papers with their mic. <laughs> I don't know. Gerald's out in the shed. I'm outside. But murder you know, shed. Murder he's, shed. He's got the arrow writers in his murder shed, and he's starting to pick them off one by one. <laughs> Thank you. You are a golden you're god doing, of justice. You're doing God's work there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to be punished. The wicked must be punished. Check out Taylor Network and Podcast for Nothing's On and No Apologies and Go Trek Yourself and all other kind of great podcasts going on over there. Uh, really fun stuff. Uh, we're going to be doing some fun stuff over the summer, so keep an eye out on our, on our sites. We're going to be trying out some new things, some, uh, I don't know, some fun things. So we have some good stuff going on. 
Also, check me out uh, on the Cult Cinema Cavalcade podcast. I'm going to be their guest all through the month of June. It's uh, June Don Baker month. Uh, we're going to be watching Joe Don Baker movies. And the first one is called Joysticks. It's a teenage sex comedy from the age of uh, arcade video games, the early 80s. It's just as terrible as it sounds. So, <laughs> so uh, join me for that, and thank you so much for listening. Thank you guys for joining me, and we are ghosts. Good night. Good night. Now that's the ball.